Welcome. You're listening to The Aligned Self, conversations in creating a conscious and abundant life. This is Daniel DeNovi. I'll be your guide and host. Let's see just where we can take this. Hello, friend, and welcome to the conversation. Welcome home. If this is your first time listening to The Aligned Self, welcome to the family. Now, if you haven't yet joined our Facebook group, you're more than welcome to join our conversation over there at the Align Self Podcast Listeners Facebook group. There's an easy link in the show notes, and when the questions are asked, how did you hear about the Facebook group, you say, on the podcast. That's my little signal to know that you are a listener and not just some random person from Facebook. Well, in this episode, I want to talk about the master skill. And that is meditation. Now, I've been meditating for over 30 years as a formal meditator with a formal practice. Before that, I indulged in deep levels of trance, off and on over the 10 years. After age 28, it became a formal practice virtually every day. I I wish I could say that I meditated every day, but uh, by and large, I meditated in some way every day. And I'll talk about the different uh, ways you can meditate, uh, and then I'll talk about the preferred way. Although there really is no wrong way to meditate. It really depends on the result that you're after. Now, let me say this. Back in the 70s and 80s, when I got started meditating, it was still considered a uh, pseudoscience, parapsychology, not anything of real benefit. They were still kind of questioning, was there anything to this? Meditation, by and large, was a relatively novel experience. Now it's considered a lot more mainstream. There's apps, there's, you know, all kinds of courses, all kinds of different people touting the benefits of meditation. Well, the reason I wanted to talk about this, about meditation, is that in the last episode, episode 50, I talked about my spiritual birthday, my spiritual awakening. And what made that possible was the work that I've done in trance, in looking at the back of my eyelids, of roaming in inner space. So first off, I'd like to talk a little bit about the benefits of meditation. Now, if you listen to guided meditations, the main purpose around that is to clear your mind, to relax, to get back to center. And 30 minutes of a guided meditation that relaxes you deeply, resets your internal mechanism, and reverses the effects of stress for 24 hours. It helps your body normalize. It creates the healing effect, the restorative effect, also coined as the relaxation effect by Dr. Herbert Benson in his book, The Relaxation Effect. Okay, small correction here. It is the relaxation response. The name of the book is The Relaxation Response. There, I made that right. Which was one of the first uh, scholarly-backed books on meditation in the Western world. And in that book, he goes into depth on the restorative aspect of meditation, how it resets the brain, rewires the brain, increases neuroplasticity, although neuroplasticity wasn't really mentioned at the time. He implied it. Uh, it was, that was still a relatively new concept. So our understanding of the benefits of meditation has evolved over time, and it literally rewires your brain. Now, while I'll totally agree that guided meditations are completely beneficial to your psyche, to your mind, to your body, 
It is not necessarily training your mind how historically meditation has been used throughout the ages. You see, while you're getting the benefit of the relaxation, you're getting the benefit of meditation, you're not training the mind to go where you want. You're passively listening, passively following the instructions. So when you can sit down and guide yourself into a deep meditative state, then that is mind training, essential mind training, because you train the mind to go where you want it to go by focusing on your breath or focusing on a mantra. And a mantra is just a Sanskrit term for a tool. It is a word or a phrase that is uttered on the outbreath, and it's a way to focus the mind, focus the brain on a repeated act. The Buddha said that the mind is like a monkey, always running here, running there, chattering all the time. And what we want to do in meditation is send the monkey up the tree and down the tree, up the tree and down the tree, up the tree and down the tree, repeatedly, until the monkey gets bored into submission. And that's the process of meditation, put simply. Now, I don't know if you're a practiced meditator, you've been meditating for years, if you've just indulged in it from time to time, you've made an attempt at it, uh, you don't consider yourself really good, or maybe you've been doing it off and on for a long time, and that you can get yourself in an altered state more often than not. Well, this is not going to be a full training on meditation, but I want to just give you uh, some of the frameworks around making your meditations more effective. Now, one myth is that we want to empty the mind. You cannot empty the mind. The mind is a difference engine. It is always busy. So what we want to do is direct the mind towards our breath or a mantra, some kind of repeated action, repeated sound, in order to subdue our mind into submission, to bore it, into our kind of gives up, gives up the chatter. Now, recognize that your your mind is a lot like a two-year-old, very defiant, very resistant to doing what you want it to do. So very often what you'll find, especially in the beginning, is that your mind will make an assessment of how well you're doing. It'll say something like, this isn't working, or you're not doing it right, or I did better last week. I'm just not able to get into the flow this week, or this is boring. I you got other things to do. So it works hard for you not to uh, pull it under control. So recognizing that you're going to have a little defiance on the part of your mind allows you to just kind of let that go through it and let it be what it is. And then bring your attention back to your breath, bring it back to your mantra, and follow that pattern again and again. As the mind goes off, and it will It goes off and wanders. When you realize it, you acknowledge it. Oh, my mind wandered. And then bring it back. Don't make yourself wrong. Don't make, you know, don't criticize yourself that you're not doing it right. Says, oh, that's the mind's just doing what it's going to do. And then you bring it back to your breath, bring it back to your word and begin again. So in that vein, you cannot do this wrong. Anytime that you can sit down and you may in a meditation session Catch your mind and redirect it a hundred times. And it may seem like that's the only thing you did the whole time. Well, that was a successful meditation. You might not have relaxed very much, 
But in, when you keep redirecting your mind where you want it to be, where you want it to go, over time and very quickly, actually, you'll begin to discipline your mind to go where you want it to go. What happens for most people is they give up. They give in to the two-year-old, ranting and raving, saying, this isn't working. But you just redirect your mind. You know, do it for only 10 minutes or commit 15 minutes at first. Now, I remember the first time when I was first starting meditating, formal meditating, and I sat down and I was going to sit down for 20 minutes. And I'm there, I'm working, I'm trying to meditate. Um, and I was trying uh, for several minutes and I said, okay, what's it been? And I looked at my watch, it's seven minutes, seven minutes. And it felt like it was forever. I said, oh gosh. And then I did it again. And then I only lasted for another two minutes, and then I gave up that first time. Now I can sit down, and within a matter of seconds, I can be in a deep state of meditation and go even deeper with very little effort. But again, I've had years, years, thousands of days of meditating, thousands of days of practice. And I tell you, you reap the benefit. But if the idea of meditating every day for years is daunting, commit to three months, commit to 30 days, and meditate every day for 30 days for 10 minutes a day. Be consistent about the same time every day. 10 minutes, every, anyone can afford to invest 10 minutes. And you might want to set aside 20 minutes in case it goes rather well. And then after 10 minutes, you can decide to keep going. And if 10 minutes seems like too long, sit down for five minutes. Commit to five minutes. And once five minutes becomes easy, then you can expand it to 10. And when you can meditate for 15 minutes a day for six weeks, you will permanently rewire your brain in a very positive way. You'll restructure how you process information. You see, one of the benefits of meditation, when your mind wanders and you bring it back to your breath, you bring it back to your mantra, it wanders and comes back. And any, every time it wanders, it's a thought. You realize that you are not your thoughts. There is an aspect of you that is the witness, that is the observer, that is watching your thoughts. Now, that's your higher self. That's a part of you that has an expanded ability to look at your mind, and that's the capacity of having a greater conscious awareness, that self-reflexive consciousness. And that is the aspect that is practiced in meditation. So not only do you train the mind where you want it to go, but you expand your awareness that you are not your thoughts, that there is something more to your experience, to your persona, to your, than your concept of mind. There is a greater you, a greater reality. But until you spend some time consciously meditating, you don't really know that. You don't really have the experience of that. Not to the depth, to the degree that's possible after a meditation practice. Now, after you've accomplished the ability to put yourself in a trance, put yourself into a meditative state by intention, then you can, you know, do a walking meditation or go out into nature and, you know, while all that's great, it's not the same as sitting down and meditating. It's not the same as focusing in on your breath or focusing in on a mantra and putting yourself in a deep, altered state. 
You see, when you're typically walking, unless you can put yourself completely in the moment, you're, you're still contemplating, you're running the monkey mind, you're not in the receiving mode. And talking about manifestation, when you have an intention and you get your, your mind out of the way and you come back to neutral, that homeostatic state of nothingness, then you're in the receiving mode of receiving information, receiving divine guidance. You'll, as you're coming in or out of meditation, you'll get a hit. You'll get an idea of, of an action to take. And that's what they refer to as inspired action. So a meditative walk or a meditative activity such as knitting, crocheting, putting a puzzle together, where you're focusing the mind, focusing on one activity, while that's definitely beneficial, you're not truly training your mind, not to the degree that's possible. And while you'll get a certain amount of benefit, you're not getting all the benefit that's possible. Because I think the purpose of meditation, from my experience, is to become the master of your mind. For you to be able to direct your mind where you want it to go, to feel the things that you want to feel, to focus on the things that you want to focus on, not be at the mercy of outside stimuli, to be easily distracted. That inability to focus on one thing, on one task for a set period of time is something that you can train and train actually relatively easy as long as you pacify that two-year-old and just let it run its little tantrum and just redirect it to what you want it to do, what your intention is. And in a very short order, your mind will be serving you. You will not be serving your mind. Now, if you listened to the last episode, episode 50, you understood or you know that on September 3rd was my spiritual birthday. Now, this past September 3rd, uh, I woke up at 3.33 in the morning, and I drank some water, and I had this compulsion, like this drive, to in a need to meditate. So I got my water, and I went to my office, and I sat in my chair. I'm not a big fan of the lotus position, but that's another discipline. Just find a place to sit comfortably. And then I put myself into the meditative state. And it was one of the more profound states I've been in in a long time. I was actually rather indulgent. Instead of just uh, 30 minutes or an hour meditating, I meditated for three and a half hours. And during that time, I experienced bursts of energies running through my body, shooting through my body. I also left my body into an altered state. Not sure exactly where I was, but I ventured out there somewhere. And then I quickly came back. I was enjoying the feeling, the sensation in my body, in my mind so much. It was such a pleasure. And I've been doing this for years, which probably brings me back to another point that I should make. There is the mistake that some people make. If you have a real good meditation practice or experience, a session, is the idea that you want to go back and recapture that feeling, recapture that moment, and you're going to fail. Because each moment is what it is and need not be otherwise. Each moment is what it is. And some days you may have a phenomenal meditation, a deep relaxation meditation where you actually felt like you went somewhere else. And then there's other days where you're going to struggle just to relax, just to keep your mind focused on one thing. 
both sessions are a success. The mistake, though, is to try and recreate something because you have to be in the moment. You can't be comparing to the past or comparing to the future or some ideal or something that I've told you that I just experienced. Your experience is what it is. And that's the one that you want to go with. And you're going to have your own adventures in this. You're going to have your own experiences probably outshine anything that I could talk about. And you need not meditate for three hours. That was just something that was indulgent on my part. If you have the time, if you have the capacity, by all means, but it's not required. You don't have to spend your day. Your life is to be spent out doing things, being in the world. But meditation helps you realize that there is something more, that there is a greater power that lies within you. So all you really have to do is be consistent, show up the same time, pretty much the same time, day in, day out. Now, if you like more flexibility, you know, give yourself the opportunity to meditate in the morning, in the afternoon, or in the evening. The idea is not to be so rigid that you fail. Be flexible enough to where you can make it work at any time of the day, multiple times during the day. Like Maybe you want to meditate for five minutes in the morning, five minutes in the afternoon on lunch, and then five minutes before you go to bed, or a 20-minute progressive relaxation as you're falling asleep. And something that happens, if you do the same thing repeatedly, you build an internal anchor or a trigger. It's a hypnotic term that uh, you form an association that this deep meditative state is triggered by or anchored to a process. And for me, originally, it was counting down from five to one. And today, if I ever have trouble getting into the meditative state, I'll count down from five to one. If I'm, my mind's particularly busy, I'll, I'll use that trigger. I'll use that process to get myself into that deep, relaxed state. And then from there, I'll just take it deeper and deeper and deeper. But this is the way we condition the mind by doing it in a repeated way, the same way, the same process. And we trained our mind to relax on command, at will. Now, I have put together a meditation bundle. I did it like four or five years ago. But it's like five or six audios that are put together to assist you in training your mind. There's two audios specifically around autogenic training, making the mind-body connection to where you say a command to your body and it registers in your body. So there's two audios there. There's a 24-minute and a 40-minute deeper relaxation. I have a progressive relaxation, which is what I was talking about earlier, where I'll count you down from five to one. After one, I'll use the phrase, relax. And in that, re that phrase, relax, becomes an anchor, becomes a cue to go even deeper. And then there's a mindfulness audio and, then a, and an audio to assist you in falling asleep. That bundle is available for purchase at uh, yesdaniel.com, yesdaniel.com. The link will be in the show notes. Um, I think the price on that is 50 bucks, but it's worth much, much more than that. The benefit that you'll get from just the 54321 and using that to train your mind to relax on command just by you counting down. See, in the beginning, you listen to the audio and you learn on an other than conscious level. Then you begin practicing on your own, counting down yourself. And each number is associated with relaxing a different part of your body, a different zone of your body. 
And before you know it, you'll be doing it on your own, by yourself. Take the training wheels off, and you're going into an ultra state, dude, or missy. Again, I'm not telling you you need those audios. They're just there in case you want them, in case you want an easier path. But before I let you go, I just want to tell you, in case you've not really tasted the effects or the benefits of meditation, that on a deep level, when you can wander past your conscious mind, there is a sea of bliss, a sea of joy that's available, that is in the center of your being. And it's there for you to discover. It is your true nature. If you don't experience that joy, if you have never tasted that joy, that bliss, that inner bliss, that is available to you. It is your God-given self. That's your inner self. That is the joy. That's the discovery. That's the adventure right there. To find that, to connect with that inner knowing, that inner being. And it's something that I can talk about, but until you experience it, you don't really know. And while I have the words, the words are not the experience. So if you've been thinking about meditating or being more consistent in your meditation or going deeper with your meditation, this is an encouragement. Do it. Do it today. Begin today. And be gentle with yourself. Be easy with yourself. Remember, you cannot fail. Anytime you sit down and you redirect the mind again and again and again, that is a successful training. Even though it doesn't feel like you accomplished anything, you accomplished more than anyone that doesn't do that. Most people are filled with and riddled with anxiety because they cannot focus their mind. They're at the mercy of outside events. When you touch that core within you, you realize that you are untouchable at the center of your being. And you'll realize one of my favorite quotes by Albert Camus. In the midst of winter, I found within me an invincible summer. This is Daniel Dano V urging you to follow your bliss, to turn within, lead your life from inner signals, and live the epic life.